The Poetry Circle with Anya Nikuiv. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Rings End uh, Poetry Circle. This is brought to you by RICC Radio 2020, which can be found at gmail.com and also on Facebook. In fact, if you put in Rings End Radio, it will come up for you. My name is Onya, and today I hope to continue reading some of your favourite poetry. And if there's anyone listening who would like to come along and read a poem of their own that they've written, that would be brilliant. We would love to see you and welcome you to the Radio Centre. Um, today I'm doing, in the main, um, Irish uh, poets, some of whom you'd be familiar with, and uh, I'll try to include one or two extra as well. So the first poem today is by William Butler Yeats, a famous poet in Ireland, himself and his brother. And the poem is called The Stolen Child. Where dips the rocky highland of Sleuth Wood in the lake, there leaves a leafy island where flapping herons wake. The drowsy water rats, there we've hid our fairy vats full of berries and of the reddest stolen cherries. Come away, O human child, to the waters and the wild, with a fairy hand in hand, for the world's more full of weeping than you can understand. Where the wave of moonlit glosses, the dim grey sands with light, far off by furthest rosses, we footed all the night, weaving olden dances, mingling hands and mingling glances, Till the moon has taken flight, to and fro we leap. Come away, O human child, to the waters and the wild, with a fairy hand in hand, for the world's more full of weeping than you can understand. And chased the frothy bubbles, while the world is full of troubles and is anxious in its sleep. Come away, O human child, to the waters and the wild, with a fairy hand in hand, for the world's more full of weeping than you can understand. Where the wandering water gushes from the hills above Glencar, in pools among the rushes that scarce could bathe a star, we seek for slumbering trout, and whispering in their ears, give them unquiet dreams, leaning softly out from ferns that dropped their tears over the young streams. Come away, O human child, to the waters and the wild, with a fairy hand in hand, for the world's more full of weeping than you can understand. Away with us he's going, the solemn-eyed. He'll hear no more the lowing of the calves on the warm hillside, or the kettle on the hob sing peace into his breast, or see the brown mice bob round and round the oatmeal chest. For he comes, the human child, to the waters and the wild, with a fairy hand in hand, from a world more full of weeping than he can understand. Now, as you can imagine, uh, a lot of people found difficulty with this very mystical type poem. 
and Yeats based most of his poetry around Sligo, where he lived. So Glencar and words like that are places in Sligo. And there were a lot of comments about it. One person wrote, love this piece, hauntingly set to music. If you've not listened to it in music, I highly, highly recommend it. You'll never forget it. And another person said, the Water Boys, as a pop group, recorded this with the haunting backing arrangement. And someone who knew a lot about it said, the child is lured to his death, convinced by the fairies that they have something better to offer. And he'll no longer experience the comforts and peace of his home. Trick to give up and give in with the reminder that we live in a world more full of weeping than he can understand. So it's a really beautiful poem by William Butler Yeats, who, who wrote books and books on poetry. Hope you enjoy that. Now I will continue with um, a poem by Porrick Cullum. C-O-L-U-M, Porrick Cullum. His father was a teacher and he had a fairly tough um, upbringing. At 17, he passed uh, a railway uh, examination in 1881 and he spent long hours as a clerk. Uh, he wrote his poetry, but spent most of his life then as an adult living in the US until he died in 1971. Yeats uh, praised his work and he said, he will contrast finely with our Western dialect makers. He also wrote She Moves Through the Fair, which you would probably know. Uh, in his 80s, he was asked about the praise of Yeats, and he replied, Yeats hurt me because he expected too much. It's an interesting response to poetry and praise in poetry. So the one I we're reading today is um, The Plower. Plowing the fields. Sunset and silence. A man around him, earth savage, earth broken. Beside him, two horses, a plough. Earth savage, earth broken. The brutes, the dawn man, there in the sunset. And the plough that is twin to the sword, that is the founder of cities. Brute tamer, plough maker, earth breaker. Can't you hear? There are ages between us. Is it praying you are that you stand alone there in the sunset? Surely our skyborn gods can be nothing to you, earth child and earth master. Surely your thoughts are of Pan or of Wotem or Dana. Yet you give thoughts to the gods. Has Pan led your brutes where they stumble? Has Dana numbed pain of the childbed? or Wotum put hands to your plough. What matter your foolish reply? O man standing lone and bowed earthward, your task is a day near to its close. Give thanks to the night-given God. Slowly the darkness falls, the broken lands blend with the savage, the brute tamer stands by the brutes, a herd's breath only above them, a head's breath, aye, but therein is hell's depth and the height up to heaven, and the thrones of the gods and their halls, their chariots, purples and splendours. Now, as you can see, his words are beautiful, and when he talks about Pan, Wotam or Dana, 
he's talking about gods, not about human people. And he's talking about gods and, and where gods can influence people. So that's a very well-known poem. And as I said, spent his life in the United States. Porrick Cullum. Now, Patrick Kavanagh may be another poem that you would be familiar with. He lived from 1904 to 1967. And it is said that taxi drivers in particular on lonely nights driving around the city could quote Kavanagh, loved him. He criticised his own work and he said about his poetry before 1955, he said, it's not poetry at all. And in 1940, he wrote, you clogged the feet of my boyhood and I believed that my stumble had the poise and stride of Apollo and his voice, my thick-tongued mumble. His rhyming, stumble and mumble, are said to have created uh, a comic effect. So believe that my stumble and my voice and tongue may mumble. So that's Patrick Kavanagh. And the one we're doing is spraying the potatoes. The barrels of blue potato spray stood on the headland in July, beside an orchard wall where roses were young girls hanging from the sky. The flocks of green potato stalks where blossoms spread for sudden flight. The curs pinks in frivoled blue, the iron banners wearing white. And over that potato field, a lazy veil of woven sun, dandelions growing on headlands, showing their unloved hearts to everyone. Now, it's, it's extraordinary, really, when you think about it, that a poem is talking about dandelions and cur pinks, the make of potatoes and iron banners, etc. But a beautiful poem by Porrick Cullum and the kind of thoughts that come into somebody who is spraying the potatoes. Now, we will continue with a poem by Brendan Kennelly. And Brendan Kennelly died in 2021. Uh, they say that um, he had two loves, uh, Kerry and literature, because he was born in Kerry. Uh, he went on to study in Trinity College, Dublin, and he did a doctorate on Gaelic poetry. He grew up uh, in and served a lot of time in the pub belonging to his dad. And he wrote in the poem Word, if you call... Me, anything, say I am a maker of men. I was in the beginning and I will be there at the end. His demons were alcohol, fond of the drop, and women, very charming man. Demons that would have delighted um, anyone uh, who was abandoned. So we'll read the poem then, Brendan Kennelly's poem, Begin. Begin again to the summoning birds, to the sight of the light at the window. Begin to roar at morning traffic all along Pembroke Road. Every beginning is a promise, born in light and dying in dark. Determination and exaltation of springtime, flowering the way to work. Begin to the pageant of queuing girls, 
the arrogant loneliness of swans in the canal, bridges linking the past and future, old friends passing through with us still. Begin to the loneliness that cannot end, since it is perhaps what makes us begin, begin to wonder at unknown faces, at crying birds in the sudden rain, at branches stark in the willing sunlight, at seagulls foraging for bread, at couples sharing a sunny secret, alone together while making good. Though we live in a world that dreams of ending, that always seems about to give in, something that will not acknowledge conclusion insists that we forever begin. Beautiful poem by Brendan Kennelly. Now, another um, Irish uh, poet is uh, Paula Meehan. Paula Meehan was born in Dublin in 1955. She studied in Trinity College and then she went on to the Eastern Washington University. She was the eldest of six children. Um, her parents had gone to England, so her first school was in Kingston-upon-Thames. And she subsequently attended a number of primary schools around Dublin. And she finished her primary education at the Central Model Girls' School in Gardner Street, which you might know, just behind the Procathedral. She began her secondary education then in Holy Faith Convent in Finglas. But she was expelled for organising a protest ma march against the uh, strictness of the school. She studied for her inter on her own and then went on to Whitehall House Senior School to study for her Leaving Cert. Outside of school, she was involved in a number of things, a dance drama group, band culture, and then around 1970, she started to write poetry, gradually composing song lyrics that would give way to writing poetry. She took a year off from her studies, traveling around Europe, but she was always seen around Dublin in street theater and various kinds of performance. So uh, Paula Meehan um, uh, won a number of awards for her poetry, uh, a Dennis Devlin Award for Six Sycamores, which she wrote, and uh, she's very highly uh, thought of for her poetry. So what we're going to read belonging to Paula Meehan is a poem that she wrote, which she called Ashes. The tide comes in, the tide goes out again, washing the beach clear of what the storm dumped. Where there were rocks, today there is sand. Where there was sand yesterday, now uncovered rocks. So I think on where her mortal remains might reach landfall in their transmuted forms. It's a year now since I cast them from my hand, wanting to stop the inexorable clock. She who died by her own hand cannot know the simple love I have for what she left behind. I could not save her. I could not even try. I watched the way the wind blows life into slack sail. The stress of warp against weft lifts the stalling craft, pushing it on. Lovely poem, Paula Meehan. 
and Paula Meehan is still writing and producing beautiful, beautiful, beautiful poetry. Uh, Seamus Heaney, um, next, uh, he is recognised as one of Ireland's greatest poets, native of uh, Derry, and he later lived in Sandymount for a number of years. Oh, he wrote volumes and volumes, 20 of them, in fact, in, on poetry. He won the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1995 for his collection of poetry. He taught in Harvard and he served as Oxford Professor of Poetry, always seen with his wife walking along the prom in Sandymount. Uh, he had many honours. He was a member of Aistana. Aistana is the Irish Academy of Writers and Artists. And he died uh, uh, very suddenly um, in 2013. Very suddenly and everybody was devastated because he was, he was so popular and again often seen around Sandymount with his wife. Now what I'm going to read by um, Seamus Heaney is scaffolding. Just goes to show, like in one poem he wrote about the midterm break, and then the next poem he wrote was about scaffolding. Scaffolding put up in houses and buildings. Masons, when they start upon a building, are careful to test out the scaffolding. Make sure the planks won't slip at busy points. Secure all ladders. Tighten bolted joints. And yet, all this comes down when the job's done, showing off walls of sure and solid stone. So if, my dear, there sometimes seems to be old bridges breaking between you and me, never fear. We may let the scaffolds fall, confident that we have built our wall. Kind of wonder if that's a poem that he wrote for his wife. It's certainly very beautiful. Now, the last poem that I'm going to read today is by Dylan Thomas, a Welsh poet and writer who lived from 1914 to 1953. And the poem that I'm going to read is certainly very beautiful, Do Not Go Gentle Into the Good Night. But he also wrote Under Milkwood and he wrote uh, children's poets. He's married to a woman by the name of Kathleen McNamara. You would wonder, is she Welsh or Irish? I'm not, I'm not certain uh, which. And he married her in 1937. So this is a very, very evocative, a lovely, a lovely poem. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rage at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. The wise men at their end know dark is right because their words had forked no lightning. They do not go gentle into that good night. Good men, the last wave by, crying how bright their frail deeds might have danced in a green bay, rage, rage against the dying of the light. Wild men who caught and sang the sun in flight and learned too late, they grieved on it, on its de death. Do not go gentle into that good night. Grave men near death who see with blinding sight, blind eyes could blaze like meteors and be gay. Rage, 
rage against the dying of the light. And you, my father, there on the sad height, curse, bless. And now with you, fierce tears, I pray, do not go gently into that good night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Well, strong words for us to think about. That brings me to the end of our session today, and um, I hope you enjoyed my selection of poetry. And again, to remind you that if you would like to come along and read a poem or send a poem in to us, we'll be delighted uh, to uh, read it and acknowledge it. And we did have, some of you remember, that we had an absolutely wonderful session up in the Gospel Hall where poetry was done by local teenagers and others. And we had a great session there in, in the Gospel Hall uh, for Bloomsday. So thank you very much indeed. And remember, you'll catch us on RICC Radio 2020 at gmail.com on Facebook. But as I said, if you put in Rings End uh, Radio, you'll get it as well. It comes up. So thank you very much indeed. And I hope you enjoyed the session. The Poetry Circle with Anya Nikuyev.